Hey everyone, Steve here from 11ish, a channel where we talk about lucrative investment strategies and opportunities based on the requests from the 11ish collective. Based on your requests, I've made select picks and also stocks to avoid. There are 19 investments that I've recommended and 6 to avoid. This is where the rubber meets the road. I want to show you that my investment strategy works and that I can actually outperform the S&P 500. This helps us build credibility for the 11ish collective and also hopefully you know, give you a chance to reflect. This is what this channel is about, guys. Helping you make money. Helping you make money while saving time so that you don't have to be a professional to reach financial freedom. So, without further ado, please hit the like button and let's get started. S&P 500 is one of those holy grail benchmarks that even Warren Buffett uses. It's one of those things that, you know, if you put all your money into the S&P 500, you're essentially guaranteed, well, I mean, guaranteed, that you'll make a return of about 90-11% year over year on average. Now, a professional's goal is to basically beat the S&P 500 because if they can't do that, then they shouldn't even exist. Okay, so my first recommendation was Peloton, and this was around April 16th. I thought because of the COVID situation, at-home workout is going to be a huge play. And on top of that, the longer this COVID crisis goes on, the more they're going to gain in terms of free organic marketing. And this has been proving true, and we don't see COVID anywhere near in sight. So I still think this is a great bet. At the time of my recommendation, it was at 36.35. Now it's at 66.52. So you would have made a more than 80% gain if you held that stock and sold today. The next one is gold. Because the federal government is trying to do their best to help alleviate the pressure by giving people money when they can't work themselves, the outcome of that in the long run is going to be inflation. And when inflation happens, gold prices go up. And that's just how things work. Please check out my gold video if you want more information around that. But ultimately, when I made this recommendation, it was at 163-ish and now it's at 184. The next one is Microsoft. Microsoft's bread and butter is basically office productivity. That's bread and butter, you know. The next is gaming. Gaming, I already talked about why that's great, but in terms of office productivity, a lot of what they have to offer, it has to do with remote office productivity and collaboration. And because of that, I thought there's a great play here. People are working from home, they're more inclined to buy stuff from Microsoft. That was my hypothesis. At the time of my recommendation, around April 27th, it was at 174 and now it's at 203. So that's a 17% healthy gain. Next one is Tencent. Tencent is so good, you had to check out my video. But basically they tackle three verticals and they are dominating the market outside of the United States and there is so much more to be had here. And so when I made this recommendation, it was at $56 and now it's at $70 if you sold today. That was around March 11th. Okay, next one on March 13th, I made a recommendation for silver. This again is a super, super exciting stock to invest in because not only is it precious metal, which has its benefits when inflation occurs, even when it's not a currency, but also because there are industrial applications. If you just Google silver batteries, Samsung. Google silver batteries, Samsung. You're gonna learn a ton. Also check out my video, but nonetheless, this investment, if you invested in March 13th, it would have been 14.55 and now it's at 22.5. That's almost a 55% gain here. 
Next one is Disney. Disney uh, actually gone down, but I still highly recommend it. So it's a low risk stock because it's it's Disney, you know, and they have a huge amount of cash in store, and only less than thirty percent of their business is actually physical. A lot of that is digital, and they're getting into digital streaming. So therefore, I think there's a healthy healthy bet here. I also think when you know ESPN gets unlocked, when all of the major league sports starts getting activated, especially when they're starting to you know, starting to play in Disney World themselves, I think it's gonna create a lot of noise, a lot of value there. At the time of my recommendation on May 24th, it was 118, and now it's at 115. So you would have lost 2%, but I'm holding the stock in a big way because I believe, I believe in what I'm saying. I put my money where my mouth is. All right, next stock, Plug. Plug is a fuel cell company that deals on the commercial side of the business, a lot of infrastructure related stuff. And long story short, June 1st was when I made this recommendation. I thought the risk was medium because I think that fuel cell still has a long way to go. There's a lot of infrastructure missing and you're basically betting on the future that battery research is not going to grow fast enough uh, and cheap enough for fuel cell to catch up basically. If you made this investment though, it would have been 428 at the time of your purchase when I put out this video and uh, if you sell today, it will be at 823. So you would have almost doubled your money. Next one is ERI. I have a love-hate relationship with the stock uh, because I kind of sold too early because I thought I thought COVID crash was gonna tank the stock and then the stock came back in a big way. But either way, I think this is a smart bet, Eldorado casinos, because I think how they approach casinos off of the strip is super smart. How they exercise economy of scale is super smart. And they've proven that the economy of scale works when they bought Tropicana. Now they're buying Caesar Palace. That deal just closed recently. I think that they have a huge potential of growth if COVID ends. If it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, like they're losing a lot of money without casinos being open, right? And they're partially open right now. So I have a lot of concerns around this. If you made this purchase on the day of my recommendation, it would have been $35.49. And if you sold today, it would have been $38. 24 cents. That is almost an 8% gain. My next recommendation is Nikola. So Nikola is one of those super high risk companies that has a lot that makes sense. They have a great business strategy. I love their CEO. And on top of that, you know, because they have the right partnerships and also because not only are they tackling fuel cell, but they're also tackling electric battery vehicles as well, both in the commercial space and also in the consumer space, I think they have a very reasonable chance, still high risk, but reasonable chance to make money. That being said, I did point out that the stock is way overvalued though, because they have a lot to prove. Right now, there's a lot of vaporware going on, a lot of contracts without down payments going on, but if they can close that shit, there's a lot of money to be had here. So at the time of my recommendation, it was at $73. Again, I said it was overvalued. And now if you sell today, it would be $31. So you would have lost a shit ton of money if you invested in this company alone. All right, so the next recommendation I had was around body cams. This was when a lot of those police activity and riots were going on. And people were asking me whether specifically Digital Ally was a good investment because they are a tiny body cam company. I basically said that I do not think they're a good investment. I think the risk is too high. But Axon is a great investment because they already make a shit ton of money. They have a lot of partnerships and they have a growth 
opportunity here when everyone is talking about you know lowering the spending of the uh, the police department i think it's more likely that police departments will spend their money on non-lethal stuff like body cams so at the time of my recommendation it was a hundred dollars and 27 cents and now it's at 85 dollars so you would have lost about 15 percent there next recommendation i have is alibaba they're basically the asian version of amazon and so much more a lot of Amazon today is run off Alibaba as well. And at the same time, Alibaba owns digital payment, a lot of like chat related stuff, a lot of um, movie related stuff. They invest money all over the place. You just have zero idea because it's Far East, right? Most people don't really understand what the Far East companies are doing. But this is a powerhouse of a company. And so if you invested in this company at the date of my recommendation, that would have been 215. 24 and now it's 251.92 so that would have been a healthy 17 percent gain in three months all right genius was the next stock that i recommended so genius essentially is a company that i think put my youtube channel on the map and my recommendation was basically to say that they have an, an incredible leadership team and they've proven that they can create content that works and they're distributed on all of the major platforms like Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and etc etc so there's a lot lined up for them they're also distributed on CCTV in China as well you know there's a lot that's going on for them that's right the problem is they haven't figured out how to make a lot of money yet and they have a lot of good stuff that are coming up and so you're basically investing in an R&D department it's kind of equivalent to you investing in a gaming studio who has a great idea but haven't built the app yet haven't built a game yet you're basically betting that this game is going to be a hit and if you think about it a lot of these gaming studios all they need is one good game and they become a multi-billion dollar company they can go ipo off of one single game and this company essentially has that problem right now it doesn't have that one hit wonder yet but because of their leadership their connections and their ip from stan lee and all of the celebrities that they leverage to create this content i think they have a good chance that being said, super high risk, right? Super high risk. And at the time of my recommendation, it was at $4 and now it's at $166. So you would have lost quite a bit of money if that's the only thing you invest in. But again, I never advocate that you put all your money into one investment. And this is one of those reasons why, right? Okay, next one is uh, Lockheed and Martin. I wish I found Lockheed and Martin sooner. I mean, Generally speaking, defense companies are not something I'm particularly interested in, but because of so many unrest around the world, it piqued my interest. Because people kept investing in Boeing, it piqued my interest because I do not think Boeing is a good investment for several reasons. But Lockheed Martin being a pure play for defense contract, and because the United States DOJ spend more money for Lockheed Martin than any other company out there, Lockheed Martin is a surefire bet especially with the current administration, especially with the current political climate in general, the world political climate. So if you invested in this company in June 18th when I made this recommendation, that was at 378 and now it's at 389. You would have made a, almost 3% off of this stock, but this is a long-term hold. This company is old as shit. And if you look at how the stock has been trending through recessions and et cetera, et cetera, I mean, this is this is a solid investment. I highly recommend it. Okay, so the next video is GoPro. 
I talked about GoPro during the body cam segment, saying that it's an interesting investment, much better than Digital Ally. But at the same time, I created a separate video because I think GoPro, I think GoPro has a lot of investment opportunities if it gets acquired. It's, I think, prime to get acquired. And also if GoPro tackle the drone business that they ate shit on, I think there's a huge growth potential. If they tackle more markets that are less niche, they have a huge growth potential here. And so this is why I was recommending GoPro. At the time of my recommendation on June 26th, it was 455 and now it's 518. Okay, so my next recommendation is C Limited. C Limited essentially is like the combination of Tencent and Alibaba of the Southeast. They own e-commerce, basically Amazon of the Southeast. They also have digital payment and gaming. They're backed by Tencent and they are growing like crazy. A lot of hedge funds are invested in this company as well. I highly recommend you checking out this video. But ultimately, if you invest in this company on July 6th, that would have been a 114.41, and now it is 3% higher. Roku was the next investment opportunity I made a recommendation on. Frankly, I think Roku, I mean, like, if I think GoPro is boring, Roku is extra boring. That being said, the company's business model makes sense. It's just boring to me. There's a lot of incremental growth opportunities, uh, and so I wouldn't necessarily invest in this, but at the same time, this boring business with good, solid, consistent growth makes it a good swing trading opportunity. And so that's why I made this recommendation, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, you know. And I, I mean the more traditional sense of swing trading, like trading, you know, every day or every week versus the way I swing trade is like three to six months kind of thing. So if you invested in Roku, it was 149 at the time of my recommendation. Uh, it's at 151.63 now. And the last two recommendations I made was Glue and Zenga. They're both gaming companies, but they operate not like a traditional gaming studio. And they have very good value proposition and their approach to business makes a lot of sense. Now, I made that recommendation very recently, so you would have basically made no money on it yet. But those are my next two recommendations coming up. Ultimately, if you have taken an unweighted investment strategy, in other words, you treated all of these recommendations and just invested the same amount of money in them, you would have made about a 10% return total versus the S&P 500 had a 16% uh, return in the same period of time. That's an unweighted strategy. This is why I recommend that you leverage bankroll management because you minimize your risk and maximize your gains. So what I mean by this is that if you look at my Excel sheet, I have a risk column. This is almost exactly how I invest on a very high level, right? I have high, medium, low, and based on that, you know, high risk, I put, let's say $10,000 down. Medium is 50,000, low is 100,000. And if it's like medium high, then kind of adjust that based on my own thought, frankly. But I mean like, so the idea here is to show you that if you invested this way, and let's say you had $1,010 total for investing and sold everything today. You would have went from $1,010 to $1,219. You know, leveraging bankroll management and leveraging the picks that I've been recommending, you would have made a 20, almost 21% gain here. That is beating the S&P 500 hands down. Furthermore, if you actually avoided the stock picks that I say you should avoid, this includes Lemonade, Fisker, Digital Ally, Uber, and Uber only because of timing, by the way. I think Uber is a great investment, just not right now. 
uh, Fastly, I think that's an acquisition target, not necessarily a good investment target. And Remark, if you avoided these six stocks, you would have saved yourself from losing almost 17% in the same amount of time. So whether you agree with me or not, this is the investment strategy that I leverage, the way I analyze stocks, the way I evaluate risk, and how I put my money down. Now, if you can relate to what I'm trying to do here, please share my content in your own investment circles, you know, the forums, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, because I really want to build the Leverage Collective out in a positive and strong way so that people who are involved in my picks, they truly believe in what they want to invest in. They're not picking it just because someone said that is a good investment. They want to understand what is a good investment. They want to invest in businesses that they care about, and they want to grow into financial freedom. That is what the Leverage Collective is about. All right, guys, thanks for watching. If you have any questions or concerns, please leave a comment. If you have any requests, then please hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already and leave a comment. I would love to open a dialogue with you guys. I try to respond to everybody. Thanks again, and I look forward to working with you next time. Okay, so for the sake of keeping this video nice and condensed, I'm gonna go through every ticker, but I'm gonna keep everything pretty much on a high level. If you're interested in my opinion on each one of them in more detail, please go to the channel and search for that ticker and you're gonna find that video. They're gonna be timestamped too, so you can get an idea of, you know, like I'm putting my money where my mouth is and I'm not making any of this shit up.